Welcome to the New Author Podcast with your hosts, Jerry Evanoff and Lindsay Evanoff. The super siblings will take you through their days as they write, publish, and market their books. They'll talk about their successes, their mistakes, and everything in between. And occasionally, they'll veer off into tangents that will most likely be discussion of which episode of The Office is their favorite. Seriously, they talk about The Office a lot. So sit back, relax, and prepare to be educated and entertained, but mostly entertained. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the New Author Podcast. Today is Monday, December 26th, 2022. This is episode number 196. I am one of the hosts of this podcast, Jerry Evanoff, and joining me from a different location uh, is Rich Casey. Rich, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm in, the, yeah, different location up in Detroit, north of Detroit. It's, uh, well, it's actually pretty nice out there today. I think we're going to actually get into the 20s. Uh, it's been frigid here like everywhere else, but we didn't get a ton of snow, which was nice. Yeah. Uh, I think at all total, maybe four or five inches. And so. Yeah. You probably got more than us. We probably got two to three. I think my deck has two inches on it. Uh, last year, right after that, we had an MLK day storm last year that put like two feet of snow on the ground. So I went out and bought a yardstick and I tacked it to my deck so that it's on a railing so that zero is right in the ground. So at any uh, point I could just go out and see how much snow is out there. And cool. uh, yeah. yeah, I kind of looked and it's, I think it was like two inches a couple of days ago, <laughs> but it's been pretty, it's, it's just been, yeah, you're right. It's been cold. That's been the biggest. And when it's cold, you know, I don't know how the roads are outside of town, but the roads inside town are awful because when it's cold, the snow doesn't melt. Yeah. And right. Salt doesn't terrible. work. Salt doesn't work. They don't, or at least around here, they up here, they didn't even bother putting the plows out on the road which is kind of weird, but, uh, I don't know if we got them either, to be honest. I haven't been outside of the, my little town since Wednesday, Thursday night. So I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if they did. I, I was thinking about going today to hothead to write, but, um, I don't know how the roads are. So I don't really want to go if I don't know how the roads are. Right. Um, yeah. So, all right, well, let me uh, go ahead and get my stats out here. Uh, my current word count, I'm up 682 words, to 37,854. We might as well call this, and I, I saw your note, and mine's very similar. We might as well just call this like the, the podcast where we talk about not writing um, because it was just a rough week for me, and it looks like it might have been for you also. Um, so my mail light is still the same, 861. And then last week's goal, I forgot to make a goal at the end of the podcast last weekend. It's probably a good thing because I'm sure I would have failed whatever goal I would have made. Right, right. Yeah, in fact, one of the things I've decided that for next year – and I'd probably do this anyways in the back of my head. You know, holiday times, it's just not a good time to write or do anything. Because if you're not actually with family, you're traveling back and forth to family, and it just, you know, sucks up all your time. So as that, as you might guess, I got Zilcho done on my writing yeah. this week. I, di I didn't even really think about it very much, given, the, you know, all the back and forth I was doing in the storms, going back and forth to airports and all that. Yeah, it was just it was just a, a rough week for, for the writing front. Yeah, really. And I'm wondering if... Other people, you know, whether they're listeners to this podcast or other other people who are writing, I wonder if they have even like like Stephen King or like you know Mark Dawson and Lindsay Broke or more indie writers that that we know. I wonder if they had the same issue this week. Are they dealing with like not very many words as as uh, as they would normally get? I suspect that's true. You know, there, there, I've seen a few people on my Twitter feed who are reporting you know a couple thousand words a day every day, but uh, yeah, that's the exception. 
most people are just posting holiday pictures. My, mine, by the way, are not because of the holiday. Mine is more the weather because I don't really do a lot of traveling. Like we didn't go to Georgia to see Lindsay this year. So I was home and I don't have a huge family in the area. So like my Christmases are very small. So like I could have gone on Christmas Eve if I wanted to and, and uh, written. I just I didn't because I didn't want to leave the town. Right, um, right. All right. So in terms of my week, uh, Monday, obviously last week we podcasted, uh, to Tuesday I was working. I did nothing at lunch. And then, um, I started to think about my writing software. This is something that I do a lot and I actually have a, a 2023 goal wrapped around this, but, um, I kind of still am not ready with Atticus yet. It's still a little bit jumpy for me. It seems like there's a bit of a lull sometimes when I'm typing. It's not terrible. It's like split seconds, but it's still not smooth. And it can be a little bit distracting uh, if you're like, I watch the, I don't really look at the keyboard very often when I type, I'm just looking at the screen. So if I'm, and I, but I make a lot of mistakes when I type. So if I'm looking at the screen and I hit a button and I thought, Ooh, that's a mistake. And then I have to wait for it to pop up. I usually I can just immediately hit backspace because I've done it so many times. I'm really good at that with my little, my little finger um, that, that, this is still not there. And, um, right. you know, I've tried to make it work the last weeks, but I'm just not happy with it yet. It also doesn't have, I love those notes sections that all those, um, apps have the living, uh, the living writer, the noveler, the scrivener. I love those notes sections because I use those like crazy. A lot of times when I'm writing, I take notes in the text while I'm writing, but I'd rather put it into a note section. So I don't have to worry about adding up my word count or subtracting words, you know, that kind of thing. So I just decided to, put Atticus aside after using it for, uh, I don't know, it's, I don't, uh, a, a month or so. Um, and I'm just going to wait. I am going to use it to format. That's the mistake I made last time I tried to use it and then switched away. I didn't, I thought, I never thought of it as a formatting tool first. I think you had mentioned many, many months ago that that's what Atticus was designed as first as a, a formatting tool. And right. Right. And that's what, uh, Dave Chesson, I think he'd mentioned right at the very beginning, or maybe even at this last talk that, uh, yeah, they, they kind of thought of it as a progression first formatting, then as a writing tool, then as kind of an all-in-one publishing suite. But yeah, they're not far enough along the line. And uh, yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I'm still I'm still of the mind that I need something local on my machine, or otherwise it just drives me nuts. Because the way I travel and the kind of places I go, there's many, many times I just don't have internet connection. And it's, it's nice to have something just local. I think if I had to, if I was forced to, I'd actually just use Microsoft Word rather than. Oh, it, right, right. I think that's what Lindsay writes in. I think she wrote her first two books in Word. Yeah. Um, and she, I mean, she was okay with it. She never, I think she opened Scrivener once and went, oh, this is way too much, way too confusing to try to learn, which right. she's smart. I know she could figure it out, but she just didn't want to take the time to learn it, which yeah. is fair. So um, so I, I, I had the same thing as you. I, I like the idea of it being local, but I write with two computers. I have a laptop, Windows laptop that I use. Um, and I have a Windows desktop that I use. And actually, it's a laptop, but it just never moves off my, my desk. Uh, so I just call it my desktop. And uh, that, that's my biggest issue. Um, but, you know, living writer and noveler, you have to pay monthly. I don't want to pay monthly if I don't have to. Atticus was a one-time fee, so I kind of call that my formatting software. And I still have Scrivener. And I have the 3.0 version of it. And I thought, let's give this another try. So on Tuesday at lunch, I started watching some videos on how to sync between two computers. And it turned out... Um, what I was doing the last time when I had issues, I was doing it backwards. Oh, really? Um, yeah. I did not realize this. It seemed like the best way to do it at the time in my head. I was using Dropbox as a backup tool where I would open Scrivener. 
I'm sorry, I would go to my computer, I would copy out of Dropbox onto my local, and then I would use my local as my, my that's what I was writing in. And then when I would close Scrivener, I would copy the local back into to Dropbox and as my, my backup. And then I would open it on the other computer, but before I would open it on the other computer, I would copy it out of Dropbox onto that local. I was just copying too much when I don't really need to do that. Right, right. So, yeah, I mean, the way it's designed to, uh, to work is – uh, in your local file directories, you just have one whatever you want backed up on Dropbox. You just have them linked to Dropbox, and it sh- it syncs automatically in the background. Right, and that's what I figured out. That's what I saw. Yeah, I, I didn't believe me. I didn't figure it out. I saw it on a couple of videos where I was oh, like, "Oh, okay. that okay. that makes." As soon as I saw it, I was like, "Yeah, that makes sense." It's like I have a um, I have a document in Google Documents where I just keep track. It's like my check registry. I've been using it for like thirteen years. It's got all my bills and all that stuff in there, and um, it's on Google Docs. So whatever computer I open it on, it just syncs to that one. At no point do I have to copy anything. Right, and right. that's kind of what I I just it didn't hit me until I saw those videos. So. I went in and I set up Scrivener on both my laptop and my desktop. I used a one Dropbox folder for this particular book. Um, and the the one thing that I have, and then I set up backup folders on both computers to backup locally. So you can set it up in Scrivener. When you open Scrivener or close it, it'll automatically do a backup somewhere else. Right. So, so on my local computer, I have it just backed up on my C drive somewhere and on my my laptop, I have it backed up, I think just again on a C drive, but then I have the working copy, which is the Dropbox copy. Right. See, I've got mine set up. I've, I've been using Dropbox for a better part of a decade, at least. Yeah. And I've got, I think I've got like a, two terabytes of uh, storage on there. So I basically back up my entire machine all the time to Dropbox. Uh, so I back it up to there and I also have an external hard drive that I, I back it up to. So I'm constantly backed up and hopefully... At some point, if I ever get corrupted, at least one of those locations will be uh, will be whole for me, so I could re- restore my machine. And I, I'm the same. I've used Dropbox for a long time, and I have. I, I don't. Do you pay for it? Because I pay for it, and I have a whole bunch of space. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I, yeah, I pay for it, and um, I don't do that though. I don't back up my entire machine to Dropbox, but I do start out a lot of things in Dropbox. Like all my book stuff is in Dropbox. There's very little of it is on my local machine because I change local machines so often. And um, so, yeah, so I, what I did is I went in on, when did I, I think I did it Tuesday night. I went in and essentially set up a book for Scrivener. Um, I copied a couple chapters into it. I, I kind of pr- not practiced, but I kind of made sure I understood the, the whole um, system or the whole you know, step-by-step step before actually putting the entire book in there. And really the biggest thing I have to remember is I have to remember to close Scrivener when I'm done with it, which I don't do with very many of my apps. I mean, I have shortcuts at the bottom or I have my, my, um, my taskbar has a bunch of things on it that are constantly open. My outlook's always open. A couple of my Excel spreadsheets are always open. Chrome is always okay. open. Like I'm not used to closing things when I'm done. Like my work computer I just shut the computer, and then when I open it back up the next day, everything's still open, and I can continue working in everything. Oh, okay, okay. So this see, is like a new thing for me. Yeah, see, I'm old enough to to have started on computers back when you actually had to close one in order to open anything else. So. Oh, see, so yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. Um, so this is my big thing. I have to make sure that I close Scrivener, because and then not only do I have to close it, I have to 
on my desktop, it's not so bad because I don't turn my desktop off. But if I'm sitting at Hothead with my laptop, when I close Scrivener, I have to now watch my Dropbox icon to right. make sure that it syncs up before I right. shut my laptop. And that's right. and that, new that, also. Yeah, and that's a minor little glitch that, yeah, you, I've gotten in trouble before by not paying attention mm -hmm. to that. Yeah. So I copied a couple chapters in there. I added some you know, notes. I added my, my outlines into the, the sections for each chapter. Um, I really set it up as I wanted to use it. And, um, yeah, I'm really happy with it. Cause it's, it's like a smooth writing process. There's no, mm -hmm. there's no jumpiness. There's no moving to another screen to copy notes. Cause I can't put it in the, in, in right into the document. There's none of that. So, uh, I am no longer paying for it. And I, you know, I haven't been for a couple of weeks anyway, but I'm not paying for any writing software. I have Atticus as my, my formatting. I have Scrivener as my writing and, uh, we'll get into plotter probably later, either in this podcast or when we talk about our 2023 goals. So. Okay. That was Tuesday. Wednesday, I had to go into the office. I went in a day early. Um, I emailed the boss on Tuesday and asked him if I could come in on Wednesday because I wasn't sure what kind of weather we were going to get Thursday. Um, I was pretty confident we weren't going to get much, but I just hate driving an hour back and forth to work in that you know snowy weather or even rain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and he didn't care. So I ended up going to work on Wednesday and uh, I took my laptop with me, but uh, right, right at noon, uh, the big boss came out and invited a bunch of us, bunch of us to lunch, which also means he's paying, which we like. And um, so we went across the street to this uh, tacos and tequila and had lunch and chatted for a while. And it was actually a really good time um, with the group that I ended up going with. So no writing on Wednesday, Thursday at lunchtime, I went to my local, oh, this is fun. I went to my local sub place here in town and started working on chapters. So I heard. I had already edited chapter one in Scrivener. I believe I did that uh, last weekend. I did it in Atticus, but I moved it over to Scrivener. So I was done with chapter one. Now I'm on chapter two. Started working on it. So while I'm sitting in there, it's I went there about 11.50, which is about 10 minutes earlier than I normally go. And as I was sitting there right at noon, a whole bunch of people came in that were like construction workers. And I was like, holy cow, I'm glad I came in you know, early like this. And I, when I went to get my food, I went to um, – so you order, then you got to wait about 10 minutes uh, and they make it there and, and you go get it. So I went to go get it and I said to the, the woman behind the counter, I'm like, well, I'm glad I waited. And she said, oh, yeah, not only this, there's a – some kind of a police training going on down the street. So we're going to have a whole bunch of policemen coming in in a few minutes. And I was like, oh, I'm really glad I got here early. So as I'm sitting there, the policeman come in and um, one of them sits down beside me as he's waiting for his food and he's plain clothes. There's only one guy dressed in actual police uniform. The rest of them are plain clothes. And um, I noticed the, the gun on his holster and I noticed that he's got a badge. I'm like, oh, he's a policeman too. Good. So I asked him, I started asking him all these questions about guns just because I wanted to make sure I understood how the sounds work. You know, how loud are they? I have, I've never fired a gun. Well, I've never fired a pistol in my life. I fired a 22 when I was like a 22 rifle when I was like 14. And that's the last yeah. time I fired a gun. I knew nothing about them. Did you preface it with I'm an author or I did. So I did. It wasn't the preface. It was like, I asked a couple questions and then said, Oh, by the way, I'm writing a book. And that's when he, he seemed to be more cool. I think more cooperative. I think they like that. I think the people in those industries, medical and police and fire and that kind of, they are happy to answer those questions probably because they're portrayed so wrongly right. on TV and movies that they're happy to, to give you actual real truths about what right. they do. So, right, right. Yeah. So I asked him a bunch of questions about the gun. So then I went back to my editing and right before I left, I was like, okay, let me just ask you a couple more questions. He was like, yeah, sure. And he didn't tell the people he was with cause they weren't there when I was first asking questions. So I'm sure when I walked out the door, they were like, what the hell was that about? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was my Wednesday. Um, did not finish chapter two, just working on it Thursday. That was, I'm sorry. That was my Thursday. Uh, didn't finish chapter two. And then 
in the evening, I thought, oh boy, it's going to, it's going to be bad tomorrow. So I went to hothead and sat and worked on chapter two. I ended up finishing it again, making sure that I, uh, closed Scrivener, watched the Dropbox icon to sync. Once it was synced, I could close my laptop and go. It was raining pretty good at the time, but it wasn't snow yet. Uh, and then Friday morning happened, and that's when I woke up to the negative temperatures. I think at one point it was negative five during the day. Wow. Um, and uh, snowy, windy, horrible wind. Uh, all the stuff that makes me want to leave Ohio and move to Myrtle Beach, except for the fact that Myrtle Beach was like 25 degrees on that same day. <laughs> um, I probably... I've probably been okay with 25 degrees for a couple of days because I'm sure they're back to like 60, 65 here pretty quick. I saw in South Florida where it had gotten so cold, gotten below freezing that the iguanas were going torpor in the trees and falling out <laughs> of the trees like they do every now and then. Oh no, that's terrible. <laughs> um, let's see. I worked from home. Okay. So um, I had to drive three blocks on Friday to um, – drop something off at my dad's aunt's house for our Christmas Eve party. It's my favorite thing every year. And I missed it the last couple because we were in Georgia. So I did it this year, but uh, at 11, I have an 1130 meeting every day. And it was so cold that 1125, I went out and started my car knowing that I had a meeting at 1130. Uh, so I let it run for about 25 minutes. And finally at 1150, after the meeting was over, I went out and drove the three blocks, went into her house, dropped things off, and then she didn't even come out. I just went right into her porch and then she's like, I, I'm not going outside. It's too cold. So I, you know, I had to, she gave me like an escape room, you know, here's my garage door code, go in there, unlock the door, come out on the other side of the fence. The other door will be open. Um, so I literally drove, you know, 30 seconds each way. And I let my car run for 25 minutes to do that, which kind of made me laugh. <laughs> Um, came home. I stayed in the rest of the day. I made some hamburger helper. I watched a Hallmark movie. And then I watched what I like to call my favorite tradition is the Rift Tracks version of the Star Wars holiday special. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen the Star Wars holiday special. It yeah. is God awful. In fact, if you mention it to anyone who was a part of it, they will deny that it even exists. <laughs> um, it was so bad that the Rift Tracks guys are allowed to sell the movie with their, their Rift Tracks audio because Star Wars people wanted nothing to do with it. So they just said, yeah, go ahead. Just take it. No big deal. Um, but I love watching the Rift Tracks version because it's very funny. It, it was recorded off of TV, so they left the commercials in. So right. the Rift Tracks guys are riffing on the commercials too, which is kind of fun. Who made the movie? And George Lucas. Did he really? It's, it's, oh, wow. it's, it's all about Chewbacca and his family. His wife's name is Mala. His dad's name is Itchy. And his son's name is Lumpy. Um, I'm not making any of this up if you've never heard of this and Han and Chewie are trying to get back Chewie back to his house for what they call life day because apparently Wookiees don't celebrate Christmas. They have life day. Um, and at one point princess Leia sings, uh, lyrics to the star Wars theme song, which seems odd. It's a uh, Harvey Corman is in it as a couple different characters. Art Carney is in it. B Arthur. She sings a song from the bar on um, Tatooine. It's, it's like okay. a variety show. It's like the, you know how they had like the late seventies variety shows. Right. They, right. they kind of made a Christmas special variety show. A Jefferson Starship sings a song in it. One of the oddest moments in this family show is when Art Carney delivers a virtual reality machine to Chewbacca's father, which is a bit on the adult side. It was very <laughs> odd. So I love watching this and I love watching the Rift Tracks version of it because it's so 
bad and so funny. So. Yeah, you wonder who, who thought that would be a good idea. Maybe maybe it's, it was a piece of the time, you know, and you had to be I, there. <laughs> I guess. It's so awful. Um, yeah, anyway. So I did that, and I did nothing writing-related on Friday. Saturday, uh, I wanted to go to Chick-fil-A, but the weather was still really bad. It was still zero degrees, and the roads, I'm sure, were terrible. Um, I did get in the mail a, a check from Bally's. I brought five uh, betting slips home with me from the 20 books Vegas show and four of them were winners. So I mailed them back to Bally's and then they'll a couple weeks later, they'll mail you a check. So I finally got my check from them. It's $135. So I decided to just take that and buy the Dean Wesley Smith locked room mystery uh-huh. uh, pop-up video, which I'll talk about in a little while. Um, I had heard it from Amelia Hay on her podcast and I did something that I had never done before. I made cookies from scratch. Um, which was kind of fun. Like I actually had all the ingredients. I bought them earlier in the week and I made those peanut butter ones with the Hershey kisses in the middle. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. They, I, I, I made them a little bit too big so they didn't cook all the way through. So you had like this puddingy middle to the, which was, it made it really good. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, I made a bunch of those. I actually finished those. Those were my, the last couple of them were my breakfast this morning. And then lastly, for some odd reason, I was sitting here, it was like three o'clock Christmas Eve waiting to go to my dad's aunt Sue's. And, um, behind me, I could just see the Christmas tree and I thought I'm going to have to take that down eventually. Why don't I just take it down now? So I took my (laughs) Christmas tree down on Christmas Eve, which is kind of weird, but you know, nobody else is going to see it. Everybody that was going to see it had seen it. So we're good. Christmas hadn't even officially started yet. Right. Right. It's on Christmas day. (laughs) So as you can see behind me now where my tree was, it's open now. It's not there anymore. Yeah. So, and then Sun. let's see, that was, so then I went over to my dad's aunt Sue's and we do this Chinese auction every year. That is so much fun. And, um, so we did that and I won some macaroni and cheese and some gummy worms. And then what, what we do is you buy, you buy 30 tickets for $20. There's always like 50 prizes. We all donate stuff. So you buy 20, 30 tickets for $20. And then at the end of it, all the money, we had $320 that were, were purchased for tickets. We raffled that off from all the losers. So I ended up winning two $20 bills. So I won 40 bucks. So I made 20 oh, bucks. It was yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a good time. So um, that was Saturday night. And then Sunday over to my mom and dad's for Christmas morning. Uh, my dad likes to cook breakfast every year on Christmas. And I am love cooked breakfast. So I'll take that anytime. Uh, opened all our gifts. Came ho- I came back home for a couple hours. And while I was home during that time, I took the rest of my book, all 27 chapters, put it into plotter and set that up and ready to go. And you can probably hear the bell behind me. I don't know if you can hear it or not, but yeah. my dryer is done. I have to go turn oh, that okay. off in a second. It's going to ring until I, I stop talking. Okay. Uh, I went back to my parents for dinner. Uh, my dad made prime, prime, prime rib. He does that every Christmas. And then I was home at six. Uh, and then I was on the couch rest night watching football and watching my fantasy football leagues go down in flames. And that was it. And then got up this morning and we're podcasting. Well, actually, the bells in the background are kind of cool. It's kind of Christmassy in a way. Yeah, there you go. You know? Yeah, except I don't have a tree anymore. So yeah. You know what's funny about those trees is that down, down not down here, down in Baton Rouge where I live, uh, if you have an artificial tree, uh, most people or a lot of people don't even take them down to Christmas. They have it all through the Christmas season, the 12 days of Christmas, and then they transition it. They take the decorations off and they transition it into a Mardi Gras tree with, oh. the, pur- with the purple, gold, and green. And then after Mardi Gras is over, they transition it into an Easter tree with Easter eggs and stuff on it. So... Sometimes those trees stay up for three, four months. I like it. That's great. I love yeah. the way you can repurpose it for other things. Yeah, yeah. I've done that once or twice. Don't do it every, every year, but uh, yeah, every now and then. Well, my week in review is just basically a lot of traveling and stuff. Monday after we podcasted last week, uh, I started cleaning up all the tools I had scattered all over the house from the uh, 
from the construction I've been doing because we have to get it cleaned up uh, for my son and daughter when they're going to come here in, in a week or so. Uh, and Tuesday, I had to move out of the house once I got that cleaned up and out onto the carport. I, I don't have a garage. I don't have a workshop. So everything I do has to be on the carport. And I just trash it when I'm doing any kind of job at all. So I had to get that all cleaned up so it was nice and neat because my wife had plans while I was gone up here in Detroit to actually get out there with the hose and hose everything down. So I had to get all that together. Got to bed early on Tuesday because I was up at 6 a.m. on Wednesday, showered and then out the door by 7 and spent the entire day driving. Put on 650 miles uh, before I stopped at Bowling Green, uh, Kentucky. Trying, I was trying to... Initially, I was going to take a couple of nights to get up to up to Detroit, but I knew if I stayed that extra night, that Thursday night, that it would be freezing in the morning and possibly a ton of snow. So I decided, well, I'm going to, I'm going to just push it. And so I drove like 10 or 12 hours on that first day in order to make it up here in two days. Uh, Thursday, I drove the rest of the way to Detroit. I, I did just beat the cold front. I think I rolled in here about six or so if i remember correctly nice. and shortly after that the temperature started to drop and we're there is predicting you know maybe up to six inches of snow overnight never got it woke up friday morning there's just like a little skiff of snow on the ground and but it was blowing like crazy and you know it was drifting here and there uh but it was single digit temperatures i think it was like six degrees when i woke up and it continued to fall throughout the night or throughout the day um, and my truck which had been driven through almost two solid days of rain was frozen solid it took me oh. five minutes of beating on the door in order to be able to get the door open uh i, I never did get the, the the tailgate open good thing i didn't need to get into that and then it took another half hour to scrape all the ice and everything off of it so I could venture out and do my Christmas shopping, which I still hadn't done. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. <laughs> but what was nice is that it was so cold and the roads were fine because it wasn't much snow. And the snow that was there is hard and crunchy like styrofoam. So, you know, you got a lot of traction. Plus, I had four-wheel drive. But there was very few people out in the stores, which, you know, the Friday before a Sunday Christmas is usually packed. Yeah, so, that was my big worry about going out to write, you know, Friday. I could have gone out in the evening or I could have gone out Saturday morning was, oh, no, I'm going to have to fight all these shoppers, last minute shoppers. But it was there wasn't much for you. No, no, there was oh, very, wow. very few people out there. Now, I didn't go out on Saturday. My sister did because or maybe she didn't actually go shopping, but she drove by a couple of big shopping malls and she she said they were overflowing the parking lot wow. on Saturday. So I got good thing I got out on Friday. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Oh, and I also it was a really pleasant experience because I spent most of my time in a bookstore because that's how I do Christmas. I buy books for everybody, whether they read or not. I don't care. I just, <laughs> I just give them books. <laughs> uh, so after dinner, uh, late at my, my son and daughter were due to come in at roughly 930. Uh, so I headed out to the airport. The airport that took a little bit longer. The, the uh, highways, which you have to go out by highway in order to get to the airport. They were a little bit slick. There was some black ice, but you know, it was nothing super bad for up here that people aren't used to, but we must have had a lot of out of towners in already because there were people all over the place in ditches. Um, but you know, just take your time and you got, you got there. It was no problem. Got there in plenty of time to pick them up. But unfortunately the temperature was one degree. The plane did make it in on time, but I don't know if there was a, 
uh, a bunch of people called in sick because they didn't want to go out and work in those temperatures, but they just did not have the crews that needed in order to gate the planes. So they had to sit on the plane for an hour on the tarmac mm -hmm. waiting to get a gate and a crew to actually park them. Uh, so by the time we, I picked them up and got back here to the condo, it was after midnight. And they hadn't eaten all day. They were coming from L.A. They were still on L.A. time. So we had like a, a, a dinner at uh, 1230 at night. And then <laughs> so it ended up staying up until after 2 o'clock just trying to process the food and, you know, conversation and stuff before right. we get to bed. So initially, right, right out of the bat, we're suddenly on L.A. time instead of on Eastern time. Uh, Saturday, because of that, I got up late. My brother and sister came over about mid-afternoon for dinner and the opening of presents. The best present I got was one I bought myself when I was out at the bookstore on Friday. And that's and I label it Santa's certified best dad ever. And nobody got the joke. <laughs> I was really disappointed. <laughs> but I bought myself a 2023 Moleskine planner uh, that has pages in it for habit tracking. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit later or in, in the, another podcast when we talk about our 2023 goals. Uh, then we went to Midnight Mass, actually, and uh which was very sparsely attended, uh, came home and had a traditional Christmas breakfast, which uh, in uh, the old-time Catholic tradition, at least in the Polish tradition, you didn't have any kind of Christmas Eve meal, no dinner or anything. In fact, you, I think you fasted on Christmas Eve, if I remember correctly. And then uh, you'd go to mid midnight mass, and then you'd come back and then have your big feast. And, you know, Polish people being Eastern European, then you'd stay up the rest of the night drinking. So it's, <laughs> we didn't do that part, but I didn't get I didn't get into bed till like after three o'clock, which means that on Sunday, uh, some of us, and I'm not going to name names, didn't get up until about 1 p.m. <laughs> uh, but then when when everybody was up, the kids made us a big French toast breakfast, uh, which really was a, a midday meal. Uh, and then I took a nap until evening <laughs> and watched the Rams demolish the Broncos. Um, and then had dinner of stuffed peppers and then played pinochle until bedtime last night. And now we're podcasting. Wow. Now we're podcasting and then we're going to do some more family stuff for the rest of the day. So was, that was pretty much my week. It was busy, but absolutely nothing having to do with writing. Yeah, that's um, – I don't know. Do you think there's something to having like a, taking a break like that for a week of writing? I, th I think so. I think I think uh, if, if you're – you know, it can go one of two ways. It depends. If, if you're a writer and you really, you're kind of a person that really needs to write, after a week or so of not writing, you're just going to be itching to get back to it. You're going to be full motivation. On the other hand, if you're one of these people who are, who are writing and you feel like it's a job, you know, you're publishing, you're making money out of it, probably you take a week off and you start wondering, do I really want to continue writing or not? <laughs> or, should yes. I, or should I find a real job, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, in terms of my news uh, for this for this week, uh, like I said, I switched back to Scrivener. Um, you know, I kind of explained already how I'm handling it and what I'm doing with it, and I'm going to see how it goes. So far, uh, I've been doing it for about a week. It's really more about maybe maybe no, it's about a week now because I started last Monday. Um, you know, so far so good. I'm I'm, I'm good at. I've only used it two or three times because again, I haven't been writing very much this week. But uh, you know, at the rest at the sub place and at Hothead when I went a few times, you know, everything seemed to go well. Uh, I love having all the, I think I like having the notes stuff out to the side. That's probably my favorite thing about using that app. Uh, I'm also not paying anything monthly right now. I've paid for those two pieces of software that I have, and those are what I'm going to use. Right. And, uh, and that's, that a, that's a big advantage as far as I'm concerned. The, the monthly yeah, fees, 
you know that they, they don't seem like all that much on a month by month basis, but they really add up when you start looking at them. Yeah, and then if you look at you know one thing that I tend to do every couple months is I will go into my my bank account and I will export all of the transactions over a two month period, and then I'll delete all the stuff that you know gas or I went to a you know I went to subway for for lunch or something and i'll get it down to just the items i pay monthly on that aren't like regular bills like insurance and house payment mm -hmm. that kind of stuff and then i'll look at those 10 to 12 items and go okay what do i not need here and i just right. start deleting stuff and i call and cancel stuff right. um and those are i mean you like you said it's not a big bill but ten dollars a month when you're spending seventy dollars a month on on those 10 items right. that's i mean that's a, a, a tenth of it or whatever or whatever that whatever however the math works out that's a lot of it right. um so yeah uh, I also, like I said, I bought the Dean Wesley Smith locked room mystery pop. Of course it was $150. Um, I've watched a lot of it. It's not what I expected. Although with Dean Wesley Smith, it should have, it should be what I, I should, I expected. Wait, how should I say this? I should have expected what it is. He's, he preaches right into the dark. So, you know, when you sit down to watch one of his courses, he's not going to have this planned out slides and all that stuff. He's just going to sit down and talk. Right, uh, right. Based on his experience, and he has a lot of good experience. Um, so it definitely isn't what I expected. It, I, is it worth it? I don't know. I'm not sure yet. I still have some more, some of the modules to go at the end. There are a few things that that he said that really caught my eye that I need to. I'm going to go back and watch it a second time after the first time, and just start taking notes. This time I'm just kind of watching it and taking in what he's saying. Um, would I buy another one? I don't know. Uh, it depends on. $150 is a lot of money to spend on like a course like this. Um, it reminds me of the master classes. I watched the James Patterson master class and I watched it once and it was a lot of um, stuff that you already know as a writer, you know, you should write every day. Well, yeah, if you want to write every day, you should, but if you don't want to write every day, you don't have to, you know, right. that kind of thing. So, um, so I'm not sure how I feel about this yet. I do. I am enjoying it because I'm, I like hearing people talk about how they write and, and, and that kind of thing. Um, and like I said, there were a couple things in it that I've pulled out so far. I don't remember off the top of my head what they were. I need to go back and watch it a second time. Right. So. Well, I've, I've watched, I've gone through a number of their courses, um, both him and there are some of the courses that Christine does herself. Uh, and by and large, by, by and large, I like Christine's way better, way better. She's much more, uh, let's see how to phrase it, much more detail oriented gives you some more actionable items and actually lays them out as actionable items you know uh dean wesley smith well they're both very opinionated obviously and you know they've been, they've been in the game a long time so i guess they they have the right to be opinionated they, they they've seen what works they've seen what hasn't worked they've more importantly they've made the transition from being traditional authors to being indie authors so they know how what what needs to carry over and what doesn't um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm now at the stage where if I knew Christine was doing the video, uh, the class video, I would probably buy one. I don't think I would buy another one of Dean Wesley Smith's, but you know, I've bought maybe five or six of them at this point. Uh, mostly like I told you, uh, last week or a couple weeks ago through Kickstarters, because yeah. they, came, they came as bonuses and things. Yeah. Um, but Christine, from what I can tell, she just does not enjoy doing videos. So there's very few of them that she does. She does, she has nice. one on short stories, which has been pretty good. Well, his are like sitting down and just like if I was going to sit down and have a conversation with him, mm -hmm. that's what I feel like it is. Like I feel like at the beginning of the video, I asked him a question. Now he's just explaining something to me. Right. right. Um, which is fine. Again, I'm not I'm not down on it 
I'm, I'm enjoying it and it is interesting. And I have found a few points. It's just the $150 seems like a little bit high for, for what this is. And I've, I learned about myself pretty much, you know, I think I probably knew this, but it really came to pass when I went to 20 books Vegas this year. Um, and I watched, you know, a lot of different types of presentations and the ones that I really like are the ones where somebody actually has a, a, a PowerPoint presentation set up and they go through each slide and they talk about each one. Right. Um, instead of just sitting down and listening to someone talk. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, it's okay to do that once or twice, but, you know, you, after once or twice, you've heard everything. Yeah, exactly. And, and exactly. Tend, they tend to recycle it all. Um, yeah, you know, they spent, you could take that $150 and you could buy, you know, three, four books like John Truby's book, you know, and, and get probably more out of it because you have a better opportunity to go back and look at parts that piqued your interest the first time you read through yeah. I, and, I, did you get yeah. Truby's book yet? Or is yeah, it- I did. I got it in the mail uh, last week. I haven't opened it yet. I got it, I think, on Thursday. Um, I haven't opened it yet. Uh, then I also learned, I was watching some YouTube videos about Scrivener just to make sure that I was after this is after I got it set up and I just wanted to see how, how other people were using it just to make sure that, you know, I don't miss anything. One guy actually puts in the notes section for each chapter, what he calls the in and the out, which is how did the chapter come in and how did it go out? It really reminded me of something you would do in story grid. And I really, I really like that little point. So I'm going to start doing that. Um, in fact, instead of, um, I have a column in my story grid called cliffhanger, which is just how does the chapter end? I think I'm going to just change it to the in and the out point. Um, just so that I understand how it's coming in from the last chapter and then how it's going out to the next chapter. Um, it reminds me of, so I, I listened to that 372 pages podcast where, you know, they, they make fun of bad books uh, a couple of years ago. I think it was two years ago, right about now they announced, Hey, we want to write a book. So who's interested? So they end up getting like 170 people that are listeners, Patreon listeners that said, yeah, we'll do it. And what they did was they gave us a plot and then they said, okay, you write page 156. You have no idea what's on 155 or 157. But we end up getting into a um, what's that chat thing that I don't really do? Um, Discord or Discord. They end up creating a Discord where you could go in and sign up, and you could put like your username and then your page number, and then you could find the people who are around you and ask them, okay, how did your page end? Mm-hmm. And then you write, and you could tell the person after you, here's how mine ends. Some people did, not everybody did. So the book is like so hilarious because it just goes from one to the next. You have no idea why it switched to something completely different. Um, and uh, that that kind of reminded me of what he was doing, where he has the in and the out, where he now can put in chapter twenty. Here's how it ends, so that when you pick up chapter twenty one, you can make sure that it, it kind of connects well. Right, that, um, that'd be especially useful for somebody who doesn't write linearly. Now, I tend to yeah. write linearly. I don't jump. I around. don't. Uh, but I know a lot of people do jump around. They just write whatever they feel, whatever scene they feel like at a time particular point in time i have done that yeah i've done that and that'd be really helpful for putting those together later on yeah yeah so that's yeah that's pretty much what i have for news now i'm I'm purposely bypassing some things that we're going to talk about in our 2022 wrap up in our 2023 uh, preview podcast so uh that's all i have for news right yeah i really have no news because uh, you know i didn't really do anything and and this coming week um first thing wednesday i'll be leaving for what do I have here? Well, anyways, there's no news. I think I just okay. forgot to update. Yeah. I thought that sentence didn't look right. Yeah, I forgot to update. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, keep going. Yeah, for my running list of future things to do, I'm going to keep this short and sweet for right now. It's probably to develop over the coming year uh, as I get things accomplished, hopefully, and uh, 
add some other things. But right now, I'm going to spend the next week or so uh, finalizing my plans for 2023. Uh, they're not going to be too much detail, which I'm going to talk about, because I've decided to switch around from actually having uh, definable goals and objectives to focusing more on process in 2023, because I think one of the biggest problems I have is process. Uh, but one thing I do definitely do want to try to do is develop some skills with that pen tablet I bought in 2022 in order, in order to be able to make book, book covers and you know just character art and stuff like that. I really didn't get much of a chance in 2022 to play with that, so I want to uh, kind of use that as a hobby, I guess, in a way for 2022, learn, learn how to do uh, digital art. And then really the, the biggest thing that really needs to get done in 2022, 2022, 2023, is I got to get my mailing list off the ground. I've just got nothing right now. I didn't even, I I made an attempt to start putting things together last year, but this 23 has definitely got to be the year in which this comes together. I mean, you spent the last four months traveling, uh, not always because you were planning to. Right, right. And that's that's really true. And that, that, Mm -hmm. yeah, that doesn't help much. And especially, yeah. it's not just traveling, but it's traveling and then having to be someplace and dealing with things every day. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it makes it a little bit tough. Uh, in terms of my running list of future things to do, remember last week on the outline how big it was? So I took yeah. just about everything off of it. I either added it to my 2023 goals or I deleted it completely like TikTok. I- I'm not going to do TikTok. Um, so the two things I left on there were to figure out what to do with my new author Um domain and how we can connect it to this podcast. It's something that, that I know we need to do. It's just actually taking the time to do it is something I just haven't done. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, Paul Teague had mentioned a couple of months ago in one of his podcasts, uh, the jumpstart your Amazon ads course, Matthew J. Holmes. Um, that is something I, I want to go through at some point. I just have to find the right time to do it. The big question is how much marketing do I want to do for book one when I finally release it? I, I don't know. I mean, I want to do some, I probably would do some Facebook ads. But really, I want to spend a lot of time trying to build up the mailing list before I release it and, and have that be the thing that helps me market it the most. So, right. um, so really, it's really the, one of the 2023 goals I should add is deciding how I want to do marketing in terms of advertising because mm-hmm. uh, I just don't know yet. Um, in terms of my addicted to this past week, really, it's just I've spent a lot of time cold because of this dumb weather, and I've tried to stay warm as best I can. My house does not hold heat very well. It's, it was built about 104 years ago. Oh. I believe there's no insulation anywhere in it. So, um, although right now I'm in shorts because I crank my heat up to 76, and uh, so I just I walk around in shorts the last couple of days when I'm at home, and it's great. So that's really all I have. I don't have anything special. I watched some Hallmark movies, watched a little bit of YouTube, watched a couple of Perros, but nothing really jumped out as something that i did every day or 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 something like that right your heating bills must be through the roof uh totally worth it yeah just like the heat in my house by the way through the roof oh yeah well that's what i mean (laughs) exactly Um, my house is kind of like that too because uh they're they're not the houses aren't really down in the south aren't really built to keep the heat in they're built to keep the heat out yeah. Uh, so the insulation, it's there, but you know they they tend to put a lot more effort into having big overhangs so that you don't get the sun through the windows, and having big open attics so the heat that does get into the house can drift up upwards and get out of the the living space. So yeah, it costs a bundle to actually heat it during these cold snaps, and it got cold. Out. We were one degrees here, but back in Baton Rouge, it was twenty. And it's yeah, it's gonna be low twenties for a couple of days in a row, and that's 
really unusual down by us. Uh, as far as my addicted to, it's, I'm st- still travel, obviously, and also the homemade eggnogs lattes. I've been having them every day since I've been here. So um, you're gonna I'm miss getting, them. You're gonna miss them when you're gone. Yeah, I'm gonna get everybody else addicted to it, and then, and then the eggnog's gonna disappear. So <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, it's weird. Uh, before I get into my, my week, it's weird how Christmas works where I'm a big fan of Christmas leading up to it. I will start listening to the music in November and I'll put my tree up on the Sunday after Black Friday. But on the 26th of December, I want it all to go away. I don't want to hear Christmas songs. I don't want to see, you know, I turned on, I have a Twitch stream for riff tracks that I'll just throw on when I want background noise and it's all, they're still playing Christmas stuff. And I'm like, nope, not listening to them. I need something else. Give me my space mutiny. I need something else here. So um, yeah, I don't know how you feel about Christmas, but that's, that's kind of where I go with it yeah i like christmas um i i don't it's probably just you know how how it was brought up because you know in the old traditions and i i I do i'm i am uh second generation uh american so a lot of the old country traditions were still prevalent in the family when i was growing up and so you did all the churchy things you did all the family things and you followed the 12 days of Christmas and everything. You know, the thing didn't really, didn't really end on, until the, what was it, the Epiphany? Uh, You're asking the wrong person. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember exactly what the last day, but it, it goes way into January normally. And now that I'm down in uh, Louisiana, as soon as that, that long Christmas season is over, and Louisiana, southern Louisiana anyways, like below I-10, is solidly a Cajun country. And that's solidly Roman Catholic uh, and always has been. So they kind of follow all the old traditions, too. But as soon as the Christmas Christmas season is over, they roll immediately into looking forward to Mardi Gras. And oh, okay. Yeah. Including, you know, things like king cakes, which I don't know if you've ever heard of king cakes with the little babies inside and mm-hmm. all kinds of weird Oh, stuff. yeah. I've, I, I think yeah. you talked about one before. And I think I have – I think I, I watched that on a TV show. I don't know what show it was, but I think I've seen a TV show talk about yeah. those. So Mardi Gras is in March, right? It's in like the second week of March? Mardi Gras, March. Mardi Gras is the start of Lent, so it's always 40 days before Easter. Oh, all, okay. So, so it moves all, around. Yeah, it all depends on when Easter is. Oftentimes, it's, it's usually in February. Um, oh, okay. Towards the end of February. Uh, so yeah, you know, so the, and that's just a big party season heading up into Lent. So yeah, so it's really like an extended holiday season for for me now. Uh, yeah, not not that it's you know I really pay all that much attention to it. <laughs> right. You mentioned yeah. Paul Teague. Uh, I don't know if you saw it, but he did drop his first episode. Uh, I haven't yeah. listened to it yet, but I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I haven't either. I'm probably going to listen to it today. Um, I generally listen to his podcast when I'm driving to writing on Saturday mornings. And because I haven't done that yet, I haven't listened to it, but I'm probably going to listen to it later today. Well, yeah. I have to clean my house like big time. So oh, okay. um, I'll probably listen to it then. Um, all right. Speaking of that. Um, so today, uh, once we finish up, the big question is, what do I want to do today? Do I want to go somewhere and eat, edit? I mean, I think the roads are probably going to be better. Uh, people are back to work today. So I feel like the, I'm, again, the road I'm on is just a, it's a two lane, four lane, 65 mile an hour highway that goes for about 15 miles. And then I just get off on an exit and I'm near the, the mall where the Chick-fil-A is or the, the hothead is. And the, I don't know if I want to do it. I kind of do, but I don't want to do the traveling part of it. What um, are the temperatures there? I believe right now it's supposed to, what is it? It's 18 right now. Wow, oh, that's so you guys warm. are still quite cold. Yeah, yeah, it's 18, but it's going to, throughout the week, And I was going to talk about this because I think it's hilarious how weather works. But throughout the week, it goes high of 21 today, 30 tomorrow, 
40 Wednesday, 50 Thursday, and then it's yeah. 50s for like five or six straight days. And it's yeah. like, same it's thing so up here. strange. Yeah, same yeah. thing up here. So, so if I don't go today and I don't go tomorrow, I'm definitely going to head out later in the week. So I, I don't know. I also, like I said, I have to clean up my house. I got um, new pots and pans for Christmas, which I really need to. Oh, cool. Yeah. And a new set of knives for Christmas, which I also really, really needed. And a printer, which I also needed. So I have to like get rid of all the old stuff, move stuff around, clean up at the same time, and then put those things where they go. And, um, you know, that's something I could do today. There's a college football game at 2.30 I want to watch. And then there's a game tonight. So I have time to do that. Uh, so I just don't know yet what I'm going to do, but, um, and then Tuesday through Friday, I work the rest of the week. I, um, I don't have any vacation days left. Most people like to take vacations. I'm the guy in the office that if you work with him and you're in a department that needs coverage, I'm going to be there during Christmas for your coverage. You oh, can okay. take those days off <laughs> because I take all my days off spring, summer, and fall right. to either golf a lot or write or go to Vegas or, you know, go to, you know, you know, go to Myrtle beach or whatever it is. So, uh, I have to work all week, but I'm working from home. We don't have to go into the office at all. Um, and like I said, it's getting progressively warmer throughout the week. So at some point I will leave the house and go out of town. Um, tomorrow for lunch, I might stay, stay local and, um, who knows? Uh, but, uh, I just don't know yet when I'm going to start editing. Yeah. Here's some of that background noise I was telling you about that would normally happen here. Yeah. Hopefully someone will pick up that phone. <laughs> that's an old school phone. I like it. Yeah, yeah. My mom's got both a landline and a uh, and her cell phone. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, let's see on the on the times that I don't write this. Let's say I don't go anywhere today or tomorrow, or I don't go write at all. I need to continue setting up my Scrivener. I want to get some of the characters in there and some of the locations. I want to set it up as if I was using it from the start and the way that I want to use it. Um, so I'll probably do that today and tomorrow in my free time if I don't go edit. Uh, let's see. Saturday is new year's Eve. So new year's is not much of a holiday for me. I don't really celebrate it. I rarely am. I up past like 11 o'clock at night. Um, and new year's day, I get up early just like any other day off work. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's how I'll treat this. And I'll probably go to Chick-fil-A Saturday morning uh, and do some writing. I'll run some errands. I might go to the casino and see if I can win something with a hundred bucks. Um, that usually takes a few minutes to either win it or lose it. Uh, and then, like I said, I'll probably be asleep before midnight. The big thing that I want to do other than, than work on my book is get the podcast opening ready for, uh, January when the three of us are, you, me and Lindsay are all together. I have all the elements of it gathered up. I just need to go into audacity and edit it all together. So it's funny that you're going to the casino because that's the, the big tradition with my mother. That's pro she's probably been doing that for the last 50 years is that on New Year's Eve, they, they, my sister and a, a bunch of cousins and stuff, they all uh, troop down to Greek Town Casino down in uh, uh, downtown Detroit, right on the river by Windsor. Oh, I've been there. I've been there. Oh, have you? Oh, oh yeah. okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been to Greek Town a few times. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a big tradition up here, too. <laughs> that's a good tradition. I like it. It's actually, actually, I think I did that with my mom and my dad one year. We went on New Year's Day. There was nothing to do, so we just went to the casino for a little while. Uh, let's see. And then, like I said, I'll be in bed before midnight. I, I just don't care about new year's as a holiday. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a drinker. I think that's really what it's all about. And I'm, yeah. I, I just don't drink. Yeah, I don't drink. So. Yeah. So Sunday morning, um, is new year's day and I'll be up. And if Panera is open, I'll probably go there. Um, NFL, the rest of the day football, uh, I'll continue working on the opening and the closing. Uh, if I don't finish in the previous day, I'm not sure if I'm going to do a closing or if I'm just going to keep using the same one. Uh, we'll see. 
Um, what did I leave out? I left something out. Oh yeah. Sports betting is now legal in Ohio as of January 1st. Very excited about this. Um, now don't worry people. I'm not going to go out there and bet my whole paycheck. Um, I'm just going to do what I do, which is three to four games a week, like 10 bucks each game. I really just do it for fun. It gives me a, a really good reason to the, the college game. I mentioned at two 30 today, I could care less about these two teams. One of them is actually Bowling Green, Ohio. I kind of root for them because I like the mid American conference, but um, you know, because I have it in one of my little betting pools that I'm in, these little fake betting pools that I'm in, uh, I will watch it. And it makes it more fun for me to watch these games. So I'm very excited about January 1st of 2023. And then I'm going to keep going here because we're not going to podcast again until January 7th. So the following week is very similar to this week that I just talked about. Uh, I'm off Monday. I'll do as much editing as I can. Uh, Tuesday through Friday is same thing. I'll, I'll work every day. I'm working from home. Although I may have to go into the office on Thursday. I'm not sure. Um, since they started having us come back to work, if there was any day of the week that was a holiday, because one department didn't have to go on that day, they just told everybody else, don't come in on your day either. Uh -huh. uh, they did tell us, oh yeah, you don't have to come in the week of Christmas, but they didn't say you don't have to come in the week of New Year's, which is kind of strange because mm -hmm. Monday, a, a, Monday the building is closed. So I may have to go in Thursday on that week, although I doubt it, but I may. Um, and then Saturday, Chick-fil-A and Aaron, just like always. And then that night, uh, you and I and Lindsay should be able to get together and do the first podcast with the three of us, the first uh, live podcast of 20. Well, I say live, but it's recorded and then dropped, but of uh, 2023. And that should be a good time. Yeah, that'll, that'll be interesting to see how we do a three-way. Yeah, that will be fun. Yeah. Um, I'm actually interested in hearing her plans. Uh, so she's not going to be on the podcast to talk about 2023 goals, but I am interested in hearing. She hasn't written in a year. I don't think she's opened anything in a year and, and written anything. So I'm interested in hearing what she plans on working on, on to begin with. And then does she have like a anything mapped out for what she wants to do during that, during the whole year? Right. I, I want to hear how much she's <coughs> learned or how much of, of her experience dealing with couples selling engagement and wedding rings uh, <laughs> she's going to be able to, to fold into the next romance that she writes. Because I that, bet she, yeah. she's got some stories. <laughs> So. that's true taking the year off but still working like that yeah. probably gave her a lot of ideas you're yeah, right I would think yeah so. um, in terms of a goal for the next two weeks um editing takes me longer than writing the first draft so uh, i have 13 days i'm gonna say that my goal is gonna be to get through chapter nine that's one third of the book uh 27 chapters so if i can get be at the one third point by the time we podcast again uh three of us then uh, i think it'll be a good one i think it's gonna be a little bit tough but that's what i'm gonna put down as my goal and, and we'll see how it goes yeah well, yeah, that'll be good. Get one third, third of the way through with the uh, year just starting. Yeah, that'd yeah. be fantastic. Uh, my, my coming days, uh, tomorrow's going to be my last day here in Detroit with family. Uh, so I'll spend it with them. Then Wednesday, I will be driving all day to Virginia with my son and daughter-in-law. And assuming there's no issues with the chickens back home, I'm supposed to pick up my wife at the airport in Roanoke, Virginia uh, on Wednesday night. And then we'll spend uh, Thursday through Sunday with the in-laws. Uh, celebrate the new year's holidays we do stay up till midnight to watch the ball drop on tv none of them are drinkers so we have the, the you know the sparkling apple cider kind of kind of thing that we do and then like at 1205 everybody's in bed so yeah uh, do that monday and, and tuesday uh, after new year's we'll be driving back to baton rouge and then we'll have our family Christmas in the, in the sense of me, my wife, and my son and daughter-in-law, the Jola Boca Flute, where we read books and eat tons of chocolate. Because my wife was mad that I thought we would – I was going to do it while I was up here, start it, and she did not like that idea at all. 
uh, which I, you know, in retrospect, I can understand. I don't know why I didn't think about that. I guess it's because I'm a husband and husbands have problems with that kind of thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we postponed it. Uh, the, then the following Saturday, the kids are flying back to Los Angeles. Uh, I'll probably collapse for a day or two, try to recover from this past eight or 10 weeks of all this travel that I've been doing. Uh, and then it's just looking forward to the new year. And we'll talk about that later. All right. Uh, we don't have any best thing we wrote mostly because you didn't write and I did very little. Um, so that is the end of the podcast. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? No, no. I'm going to save it for the next one. Save for the next one. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we're going to have two episodes, uh, one on New Year's Eve, one on New Year's Day, uh, 2022 wrap up and our 2023 goals. Uh, and then, like I said earlier, we will be back together on Monday, Jan- I'm sorry, Saturday, January 7th to hopefully be recording uh, with Lindsay, the three of us every Saturday going forward. And um, yeah, so thanks for listening. Thanks for listening in 2022. And uh, we'll talk to you again uh i guess new year's eve but in 2023 for all three of us yep yep take care everybody thanks for listening to the new author podcast check back next week for another episode and for more information find jerry at www.jerryevanoff.com and Lindsay at www.lindsayevanoff.com. 